Hello everyone, welcome to Up Close and Musical. My name is Justin, and this to my right is Louis. Hey, how's it going? I'm Louis Medina. Across from me is Blaine North. Hey, what's up? He'll be our guest today, and he'll be giving us a glimpse into the body of work left behind by his friend Tommy Tessier. This has been an, an aligning of the stars, as in Lewis's words, of sort of an inspiration and uh, incentive to get going on our own creative endeavors and wanting to authentically just share something that our friend made. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be uh, able to talk um, and share this story and honor my friend Tommy. Um, Tommy and I met when we were about 16, um, through art and music, skateboarding, things of that nature. And he made drawings, paintings, songs, film. Um, today I just kind of want to share some of his, his work. He has a large catalog and it can be difficult to navigate all of his songs, but uh, kind of I've chosen four to share today with y'all, if you don't mind. So Blaine, um, I know that you said you and Tommy had met via skateboarding. So how did that gradually transition into music? You know, we all like music, obviously. A lot yeah. of the, most of the, everyone that I've ever met or I'm close to, I know through music or art or any kind of expression. Um, Tommy, um i had respect for him for watching um the monkey skate video so i already knew that this guy was could make something he could make a full length uh 40 minute video so i wanted to get to know him and a mutual friend of mine robin introduced me to him and we started tommy and i started hanging out and I don't know if I showed or let him hear like a recording that I made, like on CD or how that came about, but um, I had been recording things on like a four track cassette uh, uh, mixer or like a Tascam Porta Studio kind of thing. But a friend of mine turned me on to Audacity, this uh, free recording software. And I remember Tommy coming over and me kind of pulling this up on my parents computer and kind of showing him this and his eyes lit up and it was just a, a new medium for him to express himself on and at at this time he came back with some music i don't know how long he was working on this music but he i knew that he played a little bit of keyboard and things like that but i'd never actually heard like a song from him or any kind of recording from him and i don't even know if i'd ever heard him like perform like sing and play on a keyboard. So after he, you're saying he saw audacity, he had this spark in his eyes and then he disappeared for a certain amount of time and then came back with music or? That's how I like to remember that, or think like, about it yeah. because yeah, that was yeah. kind of uh, Tommy's style that he would do that. He would kind of go in his own little world, start working on things and come back to the to his friends, close friends and kind of, this is what I've been working on and this is what I have. And uh yeah. And was it usually just finished at that point? Or? Always, always. There was no 
never um this is an incomplete thing or this is something i'm working on it was a finished mm -hmm. product and he did wow. he always did that yeah. up until last year yeah and even just working in audacity is really I it's think, impressive yeah i mean i wonder if that really classifies as like a daw but certainly you're yeah. missing some some tools to make it easier to just you know get your ideas out and right so that's cool that he can you know at that age with that experience just jump in to something with so many walls like that potentially and just yeah make, make something that he's proud about and then to come back with a uh, fully formed idea or record already you know that's quite impressive yeah um we we always used what we had uh and we had a computer our parents had a computer so that's what we used um like i said we were i used a cassette player before that you know um but i do want to share this song um it's uh one of uh kind of in my eyes or my ears kind of his first one of his first big hits the song is called dear lovely from uh the weather underground by gogo -Go network so this is the first musical project of his? Go Go Network, yes. Okay. Yeah. The and first of many. His first just little stint of that audacity. This is what part of what he came back with. Yeah. Sweet. So I'm I'm still taken aback that he used Audacity, which we can't emphasize enough. To put that in perspective, it's like you may as well be producing with both your hands tied behind your back and um, with like blinds on <laughs> because it's uh, pretty difficult to navigate making something as complex as that using uh, Audacity. That, yeah, that's a must listen. I haven't heard that yet. I've heard, I think, a couple of the later projects. Yeah, that was great. Um, but that thank is you. something. Yeah, thank you for sharing. There's um that song is very poppy. 
There's a um, yeah. He also used Hammerhead uh, beat maker or beats. Do you know? I'm I'm not familiar yeah, with that. It's but. um, it's fairly limited in itself, but that's yeah. what he and he was very good at making beats. The guy could make beats, um, which Robin and I could never do as well as he could. But uh, yeah, I think that that re- that song really captures that point in time, what he was making. It's kind of has like a romantic kind of like singing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like girls. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it just makes me happy. Um, Solid like transitions too. Like it just kind of sure. car- carries yeah. you through and never kind of lingers too long. Or Yeah. Really cool. So once he made these these first songs, uh, were they uploaded to like MySpace or how, how would he share them? MySpace and CDRs. Um, he would, he made, so he drew, so he had artwork, his own artwork on the cover, on the CD itself, and on the back with like the track listings. Uh, I think he made 50 copies of it. Uh, cool. Yeah, GoGo Network. So I know that you mentioned that you met Tommy via mutual friend Robin. Uh, so where does Robin kind of play into this in the, the grand scheme of it? Um, because I know he was more than just like a, a bridge between you and Tommy. No, we continue to make things and we would uh, get together and make recordings together. We would always share our artwork with one another, share ideas off of one another continually throughout our friendship. And I mean, Robin and I still do this to this day. Um, We didn't get together to record as much as I'd like to, you know, these things are few and far between, but when we do get together, something magical kind of can happen. And, um, I have an example of this. We got together winter of 2010. We wanted to write a worship album, but, um, you know, it's kind of uncommon to, uh, sing or talk about, um, jesus or god or christianity it's kind of uh shunned upon like indie or right local music it's a kind of a a no-go you know what i mean especially when you think of like christian music you're like and i think we're all uh at that time had that on our mind and that's what we all came together to make that there wasn't a that's what we all wanted to make yeah and I'm, I'm so thankful that we were able to um i'm happy with what we did and i'm happy to share it yeah to have a sort of like cohesive cohesive vision on that kind of project seems really naturally fun to get to put it all up in the air for something else and work yeah, together definitely so you can take us into this song and kind of introduce so you. this song um is incredible (laughs) and i didn't have my hand in this i believe it was mostly tommy i can't say robin may have played guitar i don't know but his sisters tommy's sisters there's four of them they're quadruplets are all on this song they sing and um, tommy's lyrics and the way that he structured this song um it's just, I think it's, it captures him as a person, you know, his soul, his spirit. And and what is the name of the song and where can it be found? Which project? It's, um, it's only, it's titled One. 
there's no actual it might as well be t untitled mm. um the project's called all things there's four songs it, that robin tommy and i made together but this this one's just mostly his song tommy's song gotcha um here it is one from all things Truly beautiful song. Yeah, there's not a lot to, that I feel like I can say about that. I mean, yeah, it speaks um, heavily for itself, and it's kind of haunting. And um, as I said to you before, Blaine, it, it kind of sounds like an artist's like late works, you know, something in their later body of works. And um, I like that Tommy was conscious to document, like on the Bandcamp, he has excerpts of 
where it was recorded the time you know um I, I believe this one was winter of 2010 in Burleson if I'm not mistaken and um you can kind of hear it in the atmosphere of the song you know love that clap though yeah <laughs> yeah yeah incorporating um all kinds of different things percussions yeah um you know great song yeah, yeah. so where does it go from there well we continued to make music um years and years after that but that was just some um, something that we came together and were, were able to do and winter time was kind of very special for the three of us because we would be in different parts of uh different states and they would come back home for the holidays so winter was kind of a time when we all met up together and mm -hmm. um I don't know where they were or anything like that, but we were able to make that happen uh, then. But yeah, we continued to make music. Nothing that extraordinary. I mean, that's that's all Tommy right there, mm. you know. So yeah. so by this point, y'all had kind of graduated high school and and parted ways. Still in communication, you know, here and there. But um, so what did Tommy go on to do? Where did Robin go? And and where were you in the mix of this? Too? Oh man. So, um, I was a father, you know, I became a father at a young age. Um, but these guys were very accepting of that. Um, but also creative minds and, um, they, um, they helped me through a lot. Um, uh, they were there for me and, Robin went off to make beautiful landscape paintings with uh, kind of some psychedelia. Yeah. And then he made murals uh, with graffiti at Fabrication Yard and was commissioned to do things here and there. Um, Tommy continued to make paintings, zines, um, write music in Alpine, Texas. Um, and I continued to make music and things as I was going through school and being a dad. We should mention we're currently surrounded by, I think, a series of Tommy's art. Yeah, beautiful artwork. We are. This, um, this series is called Boloff's Journey, and Tommy gave it to me, uh, which is incredible. Uh, Throughout my friendship with Tommy, he would give paintings and drawings as gifts here and there, but something of this magnitude, um, rare. I mean, this is, I was blown away when he gave me this. Yeah. There's a, um, one, two, five. Series of five paintings, wow. Yeah, and so just yeah, to gorgeous. say that even though he does have like a body of, musical work so he's still doing all this like visual stuff and then is robin more heavily into that or he also makes music right robin makes music I, he wasn't as prolific as tommy and i were um that's just but and he's his prolificness seems to be like visual art yeah. mostly yeah okay. uh, which he excels at yeah, yeah. um it just seems like a very natural thing where y'all can, you know, you're not stealing each other's spotlight. You're just so effectively pumping each other up in y'all's art. Yeah. So how do we get to the cassette split? 
Oh, 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 dang. So Tommy was living in Alpine and Robin would have been living in Kansas and we would communicate to each other here and there. And Tommy reached out to me via email about wanting to do a split, which I, I by this time I knew Tommy's catalog. He'd never done a split to my knowledge. Um, for him to reach out to me to do something mm -hmm. like this was, uh, I was, you know, humbled by it. I wanted to do it and uh, do it well. Um, so we, half of the cassette split is my songs, like side A, side B kind of thing, and half of it's uh, Tommy's songs. And I'd also like to share a song uh, from this split, um, Tommy's side, that was written and for and dedicated to Tommy's dad. A lot of the Tommy's songs address certain things that were going on in his life or people that he cared about. And um, this is the one on the split that just I liked from the start and I continue to go back and listen to this song. Um, just It's my favorite from that release. The song is called Peace, Passion, and it's from the 22 split, and Tommy would have been going by the name Stray or Not at this time. It was released in July of 2013, um, song for Tommy's dad.
So is this um, past the days of audacity or what, what are we in now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this mostly, most likely I can only assume that it would have been recorded in garage band either on a tablet. I know that Tommy did work on like a, an iPad at one point. I don't know yeah. if he did on this or not. I can't say that cause I don't know, but it would have been most likely in garage band. Very yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. The, there does seem to be like some differences just in the, like the drum sounds, I feel like. Yeah, production value. And, yeah. Yeah. Now, I know you said Tommy would often kind of disappear and reappear. So what was the idea behind going to Alpine? Was it kind of like a creative immersion thing or, you know? Good question. Um, I do not know the answer to that. Um, I, I think it was kind of a place for him and his girlfriend, yeah. you know, just to kind of remove themselves from... Uh, the Metroplex, DFW Metroplex, and kind of go and have an adventure of their own in a new place and yeah. where he can just um, kind of, I mean, that's that's how I've always thought why, what took him out there. Yeah, mm. it's beautiful out there. Why wouldn't you want to be out there? Right, you know? right. Was there ever, um, how much performing was going on? Oh, good question. Because um, I'm just thinking living out there in a place like that, you might... Like he might be like touring or, but I, I don't know if he did a lot of that. It seemed more like just a personal endeavor yeah. to document. Exactly. Tommy, he didn't perform very much, um, if at all. And it, it would only be because I uh, pressured him to, yeah. you know, <laughs> but uh, no, he wasn't really a performer uh, in that sense. He shared his work and had a lot of art shows, but as far as, creating music on the spot for people performing no it was mostly just home recordings uh documenting his thoughts and ideas and sounds uh, to his close friends and trying to have an audience here and there and succeeding and failing and throughout the years but i i, I like that because it just seems to match with his goal of music making on he's that way he doesn't have to worry about being able to make it um you know, re replayable or whatever. Like, maybe he, I don't know. This feels like getting too far into personal stuff, but not really, not really. Um, it's also for someone that records like myself. Um, it's hard to recreate what you do because, unless you want to, but why would you want to revisit the same idea and sound and thing over and over and over again? Yeah. I think for us, it was more just creating something, a feeling on the spot, getting it out, and it that being that. So to go back and revisit it or keep performing it, yeah, it's it not necessary. It takes away from the real reason why he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and you hear that a lot with no matter what band, their hit or whatever, they hate it now yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't Playing blame them. a thousand times. Yeah. It can start to lose its meaning. Yeah, not to put that down either, but yeah. it just does seem to line up more with his yeah, trajectory. It speaks to his creativity to be able to step outside of a specific project and have these kind of alter egos and characters and different uh, band names and incarnations of his creativity, you know. It's very cool to hear all this stuff about Tommy because I don't want to uh, pretend like I know him at all, but I did get to be around him for a, a short while and so hearing some of this stuff does line up in a cool way with yeah. how I saw him behave. I would hope so. Um, I think these things are worth sharing. They're in my, they're beautiful to me. I would only hope that other people can receive 
these sounds and his voice and ideas to have something good come from and maybe learn something about who he was or who he is. No, that's why I'm here, kind of. I think there could be a big lesson for a lot of people here on you may think you sort of know someone, but they could have a giant undercurrent of this creativity. Without a doubt when it comes to Tommy, he was very underrated. People didn't know what he was up to. They were very surprised at his catalog um, after his passing. People still don't know. I'm trying to help with this. Um, But yeah, I think... I think he even may have struggled with that a little bit, um, being kind of overlooked or just because he created art for a long time and he had ups and downs as we all do in life. Yeah. But um, I deeply respect him as a person and as an artist. And I kind of want to share this um, because he deserves it. In my opinion, he deserves it. Yeah, completely. Uh, and it's very cool for you to do that. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure it's a big task to uh, take on, you know, so much props and respect to you. Now, I know you're um, also working on a compilation of his works that'll be released via Spotify and different channels. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I chose 22 songs of his over the years from 2005 to 2019. Um the songs that I feel that um, capture him um, and I think are worth listening to. It, um, I worked with, I, I bounced this idea off of Robin and Maggie and because uh, there was a couple things we had to work out. Um, but we came up with the title Selected Works by Tommy Tessier. Um, and it will be released Christmas Eve of 2020 this year here in a few days um spotify apple music Um, awesome yeah yeah i really look forward to hearing that yeah and uh if we could also mention you blaine have put out an album uh from her favorite dress also sort of surrounding some of this content and uh celebrating that no without a doubt um I myself, I have to create and express, and this was a deep loss, hurt, hurtful thing that happened. And um, it's it's a way for me to process my emotions, also celebrate the life of. And this was a creative process that Tommy and I had since we were 16 years old, you know? So to cut that off, I just kind of wanted, and I, I worked the hardest on this, and I'm, I'm, I am very proud of these songs. A lot of it comes from, not all the songs are for him or about him, but it was definitely in reaction to everything, without a doubt, yeah. Uh, Robin also did the same, right? Is he, that true? He, d- he did, um, which, <laughs> and I thanked him for this so much that... Um, that he did this because I needed to hear. I was so used to hearing Tommy's perspective of things over the years, but for Robin to come in and make one, because Robin, he had here and there, he would make music here and there, but not as prolific as Tommy and I would. So for Robin to come in 
and uh, address these thoughts and feelings. And he did this immediate, like immediately. Um, I think he released the album in February of this year, 2020. Wow. It's uh, electronic music. I believe it was recorded. Sorry if I'm wrong, Robin. But I believe it was recorded on an iPad or some kind of like tablet device. Wow. But um, he sings on it, which I was really happy to hear his voice. Um, there's couple songs there and then they make me want to cry um it gets very deep and real towards the end of the album um he uses some field recordings um yes it was so good to hear robin's perspective of of this and well i love to see y'all keeping that like train moving with all the yeah kind of this triumvirate of creatives and I love that the uh, that both of y'all's first reaction to uh, is to kind of revisit what brought you, Robin and Tommy, together in the first place, you know, and to kind of do it in reverence and consecration to his his memory. So, without it's really a, awesome, without a doubt, it's um, we can. There's so many ways that we could have taken that self destruction, or you know, I think it's a healthy way to process it. Also, it's a it's a celebration. Yeah. Well, and um, it's just y'all are also just still doing what you do exactly right yeah um and you know i'm pretty sure robin's still working on music you know this kind of lit a fire in us you yeah. know um just in reaction to, to things yeah what about in regards to making y'all's creations a little bit more public oh <laughs> because y'all i mean so tommy had that undercurrent but also you and Robin, because I knew Robin for a while and, and still didn't know, like, I mean, I knew he did the visual art, but I still don't know the extent of that or that he made music. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I think the three of us uh, definitely have struggled with, well, because making art is so personal, one, and we live in an age where things get dismissed so easily and we scroll through things. We don't even take the time to appreciate it. Yeah. And that we're not really, we're doing it for ourselves first and foremost, doing it to our, for our close friends and anyone that may see or hear it and leaving it up to some creative force or something greater than ourselves to, if that even needs to happen. Yeah, no, that that's perfect. And then I also, I feel like I relate to that where, you know, you might have a lot of friends or people that do get to hear it that are like, why is this not? Like on uh, a bigger platform. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. More yeah, exposed, yeah. yeah. But, you know, for me personally, I think some of the most, it's more beautiful that way. I yeah, know that yeah. that sounds yeah. silly, but I've uh, I've seen people perform and heard people's recordings that don't have a very big following and they're like the my favorite artists of all time yeah. and because of the purity of it um i don't know no, it, yeah it's a nice like f like faith restoring and humanity thing to like when you do yeah. come across these little pockets of yeah. uninhibited it's out yeah. there there are so many yeah. people out there doing these things um yeah. yeah yeah and they will cross our paths when they need to i think you know we'll find these people definitely 
when we need to. I believe um, that. But Tommy, Tommy was an artist through and through. He, uh, and I believe that he wanted to be remembered as such. His, his work, not only music, but visual art, he, uh, he had a certain standard. There were, um, it's kind of a f funny thing I want to talk about in regards to this next song. Because some people may be confused as to why the song title is written in all caps. Yeah. It is kind of a strange thing. Um, but there was a period of time when Tommy would write in, in publications, if he ever did write anything online, or even handwritten notes where he would write in all caps. And uh, there's just an, an urgency and an intensity to that. Yeah, yeah. But um, this next song is called Pleasant Voice, written in all caps, from the album Jayun uh, by Stray Not. Um, this song is especially important because he uses um, a sample from an older project from his first album, uh, Go Go Network, The Weather Underground. Um, and what is the significance of Jayun? Is it like a combination of words or? Yeah, Jayun is a um, combination of January and June. So mm. that would have been the months that he would have been working on this album. Oh. Um, which is kind of a short period of time. Yeah. If you think yeah. of January and June of a year, it's it is. Uh, but yeah, Tommy would do that a lot. He would use like acronyms or he would use, he would combine words. Yeah. yeah very that's cool. an example of it. Yeah. Let's check it out. We're going to close out on this. So uh, thank you everybody for listening through this and being here with us, uh, sharing this experience. It's been very cool to hear about Tommy. Yeah, it has. Thanks for having me all.
Thank you, everybody, again for uh, joining us for listening. And go find uh, the selected works by Tommy Tessier. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, and I think any other streaming platforms. So go check that out. And thanks again for listening.